0: In this episode, we speak to Heather Vickery. We have kind of pinned to this for a while. We've yeah. teased this. Mm-hmm. I met her at Podcast Movement. You were a guest on her podcast, The Brave Files. Yeah, I was basically the best episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In your humble opinion. Yep.
0: And she's also a success
1: coach. Yeah, right. Am I saying
0: that correctly? I think so.
1: If not, then sorry, well, Heather. Well, you know what?
0: We're going to hear from her. She will correct us. True story. Yeah, if I get it wrong, she will make it right. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, should we get to the episode? Let's do it. Okay, be right back.
2: Hey Virginia, did you know the law protects patients from surprise medical bills? Insurance companies and hospitals post cost information online. You can request a good faith estimate 3 days ahead of hospital care. Know your rights as a healthcare consumer. Visit controlyourcare.com to learn more about patient-focused healthcare laws. Controlyourcare.com can help empower your healthcare decisions. Paid for by the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to Latter-day Lesbian. The podcast about an ex Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her fucking life and shit. Still, <laughs> <laughs> true. Story. Which is a great segue to this episode because Heather, I think, is going to help us all figure out our shit. Yep. No pressure, Heather. <laughs> no, not at all. None at all. Yeah, this was a great episode. I really like Heather. I think she's got a lot to offer. She's super talented, mm-hmm. super smart, easy on the eyeballs. Yes. yes. All that. All mm-hmm. that
1: stuff.
0: <laughs> Before we get into that, though. Mm-hmm. I think we need to hear from Sister Fanny.
1: Fact check. <laughs> yes, it's been a <laughs> minute since we've heard from her. Yeah, it has. She needs to set us straight on. Well, something. I don't think there's any hope of that. <laughs> uh,
0: nope, <laughs> never straight. <laughs> I had asked the question actually mm-hmm. about you read that
1: passage from the oh, Book of Mormon you're about, about the Mormon handshakes,
0: and there were handshakes in the Book of Mormon surrounding this whole Jaredite. No, there was a finger pointing. You know, I can't keep all this damn Book of Mormon temple-y crap straight and what's what. I do know there was a new name mentioned in the Book of Mormon around this passage. Probably. I don't know. So then I guess I wondered if it was related to the temple shit. I don't do don't I mean, none know. of this is confusing. I don't know why. Am <laughs> I having so much trouble with it? <laughs> mm-hmm. This fake gobbledygook? Mm-hmm. Okay. Regardless, Sister Fanny has the facts on this whole business, and she's going to enlighten us. She sure she is.
3: And now we turn the time over to Sister Fanny Fact Check. Brother Ben, fuck you for your watchful priesthood power keeping us safe from burning down the building or wearing trousers on the Sabbath. You asked if the new name and the handshakes in the temple are related to the passage in the Book of Mormon where the brother of Jared sees the finger of the Lord. This is such an important and choice and special question, and it is so precious that we have these questions with which to enrich in our lives and to grow within the gospel. You are just so smart and so unoppressed to ask such questions. But like all temple questions, we're going to look at you funny when you ask it and tell you how spiritual it is to be within the holy walls of the temple doing things that you've never done before that are extremely strange. And if you keep asking questions about the temple, we're going to put your name on a special list and make sure your stake president knows you're a troublemaker. Oh, and the answer's no. No. It has nothing to do with that. No.
0: Well, thank you, sister, once again for shedding light on stupid shit that
1: no one really cares about. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have Sister Fanny fact check. That's kind of why we do this entire podcast. Yeah, it's never, you ever notice it's never any facts that like matter? <laughs> the entire scheme of anything. But Sister Fanny has them. Uh, yep, yep. She sure as shit
0: does. Well, we've kind of created an entire podcast about stuff that's really fake. But you know what? You believed it your entire life up to about, what, 40? What was it? 41, 2, 3? Yeah, know. somewhere, somewhere in, there. in there. You're
1: right. I didn't have really... I didn't choose to believe it. It was fed you to me. You
0: bought the whole damn thing. Sure did. And so many people did as well. Yep. Yep. So we might as well uh, look at it. We might as well it. find the
1: facts within facts, the bullshit. Really?
0: Yeah, the made-up facts <laughs> pulled out of a hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, should we move on to our special guest? Yes. And can we please play the Hello, Hello song? Sure. We can play it. And uh, by the time this airs, I will figure out some way to destroy it. That's <laughs> fun. Uh, last week was fun because, you know, we had the guitar. We had live Hello, Hello. Yeah, that was
1: great. I enjoyed live that. recorded, I guess. Recorded in front of a live studio audience of uh, right? four people. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Cue music. Hello,
3: hello, hello, hello. We welcome oh. you to.
0: So this is a special treat because Heather, I met you officially at Podcast Movement. Several
2: weeks ago, I don't know how, how long ago. Did you now? had you never talked to her? No, no, it was just me. No. Huh? Oh my god, t- that's it's fucked up because, of course, I felt like I knew you yeah. because I listened to your show, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you knew nothing about me. In fact, you knew negative things about me that you should have known because <laughs> Shelley has been on my show. <laughs> uh,
1: t- let's talk about the whole uh, mis um... misidentify.
0: Okay, that no, was amazing. Oh, yeah. Misidentify. Do you remember Heather? Like five minutes ago, before we started recording, Shelly was like, "I'm not going to really talk much on this." Oh, yes,
2: I do. I'm already I in it. It. And, I, and I think I said so. Let me just be clear here. Shelley's <laughs> not going to talk in this interview. <laughs> have we have we met? Like, can
1: I even stick to that
2: promise? <laughs> (laughs) Right. So I host the Brave Files podcast and I had Shelly on my show. Shelly and I became buddies. It's pretty cool, Shelly, because we went from like podcast buddies to like real buddies. It's pretty amazing. I love it. It makes me happy. Mm. But anyway, because we have very similar, except not similar at all stories. I'm a nevermore man. Nevermo? Mm Nevermo. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But other than that, very similar. I only have four kids. Uh, and with this great interview, which everyone loves, and you should all go listen to. Mary, have you actually listened to it? I can't find that interview for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so full of shit. she hasn't tried. I'm going to text you the link <laughs> okay, you right back now. Anyway, um, in that conversation, we talk about being married forever and having a bunch of babies and coming out and getting a divorce and mm-hmm. having new... Same-sex partners, yep. right? So I just assumed yeah,
1: that, somehow that you knew I'd all the things. Pick up on that. I swear to God, I told you, Mary. <laughs> you
2: probably did. That,
1: that hot Heather Vickery with the amazing boobs is a lesbian. <laughs> oh, thank you. You, thank know, you very much. You darling. are very hot. Well, you
0: know, um, we have a listener, Kimberly. Gosh, we give her shout outs all the time. Remember when we were first on Facebook? She's like, you're too pretty to be lesbians. Remember that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously, Mary subscribes to that perspective. (laughs) So I show up a little late to podcast movement, and I know exactly where they are because I've been texting Shelly for two days, and I sneak up behind him, and I poke him on the shoulder, and I'm a little fangirly. I don't know if y'all knew that at the time, but I was like... (laughs) We get to be real friends um, cute, and turn around and, and Mary, you're so reserved. Shelly gives me this big old hug and uh-huh. it's a love fest. And Mary's like, mm, hi, hello, <laughs> I'm Mary. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> and then she kind of thought, well, this girl's not so bad. Like you liked me a little, I think. And then you, I said, yeah, we should do some fun things together. And and you said, how connected are you to the LGBTQ community?
1: <laughs> oh, God, Mary. Did I say that? Yes. I could totally imagine you saying that.
2: Yeah. And I laughed and I said, well, you know, my, my partner's the leader of Chicago out unequal. I mean, I just think we're. Pretty connected, and again, I thought you knew. Right? I, th- I think I meant professionally,
0: like in your work, because I was trying to, already. I was trying to think, how do we connect Heather? It's a lot of backtracking going our, on. No, here. seriously, how, how do we connect Heather to our listeners? Right? How connected are you in the yeah. LGBTQ space? Because I didn't realize you were a lesbian. Exactly,
2: <laughs> but I didn't know that you didn't know that. I thought it was a strange question. So fast forward several hours and several cocktails and we have had a meal together Mm -hmm. and Shelly's taking a nap and Mm -hmm. you said something and I said something about being a lesbian and you go, but you're not a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) And and I said, yeah, you go, no, you're not. Oh, my God. (laughs) I I said, yes, Mary, I am. And you said you are not. A lesbian.
1: <laughs> I love how she's like telling you what you are not.
2: I was like, yeah, pretty sure. It, it was hilarious. And I needed then, you
1: to whip out your lesbian
0: <laughs> card.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, yeah. That's I'm hilarious. Not, it is your show and I could probably say anything I wanted, you but can. I'm not going to say the thing that just popped into my head. Oh, what was Why it? Why not? It's something about. Positioning and uh, nothing. Was, oh, <laughs> we're gonna scissor
0: uh, later. Look at you. <laughs> okay,
2: I love that you just said that. We played cards against humanities last night with oh my God. our neighbors. I love that. And there was a card about scissoring, and my partner said that it's a myth, <laughs> and I was like, "No, it's not." She said, "Yes, it is. Nobody can actually do it." Yeah. Can you scissor? No,
0: it would well, be weird. I don't, yeah. I I don't know. Should we have a scissor? Should we try? I, think it was, sometime? I, I think if we tried scissoring, Mary we would just a Mary is a more
2: seasoned lesbian than us, Shelly. <laughs> yeah, so Mary. we need to take her word for it. She's a career I'm lesbian. Have
0: sure you ever <laughs> scissored? You do once you're in that position. And <laughs> your faces are so far away from each other. And then to it's me, like you might <laughs>
1: kick me in the face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bloody noses. It seems like there's just a lot of positioning that has to occur before anything else transpires. And then you're kind of out of the mood at that point. That's true. You're like tired. I can see that. You yeah. You probably pulled a groin muscle. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that there'd be more fun things
2: to do that would be quicker to
0: accomplish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not sure what to do. It's good to know.
2: It's like pulling Shelly's hair. Yes. Ooh.
0: Well wow. All right, I know. I
2: know what you're into, Mary. Mm-hmm. Hair pulling, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. hair pulling, and maybe I, a and I'm biting. into napping. Apparently, <laughs> 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 you're welcome, listeners. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, wow, "Sorry, this is we little, digress a little too much, maybe." Never, I, never no? too much. never too you can much can edit for some of
2: this shit out. Eh, whatever,
0: want. just leave it in, Dan. <laughs> leave it so, in. So yeah, ben. that was
2: the running joke for the rest of the week. Is that I'm not your typical lesbian. It's true. Yeah. whatever that actually means. Whatever and then you were a little shamed. I think Mary, you were like, "Oh shit!" Like. I shouldn't make assumptions. Yeah. But I did. I totally made assumptions. And I then did. we talked about it all week. Mm-hmm. Yep. I sure did
0: make assumptions. <laughs> you know what happens when you assume. Right, right, right. makes an ass out of you. you and and you, me.
1: usually <laughs> exactly. I'm the ass. It was nice that, that Mary <laughs> carried the ass weight for the week. It was, uh, I appreciated that. Thanks, baby, uh, for I'm being here. I'm here for you. I'm okay. here for you. Yep. I can definitely <laughs> stick my foot right in it. The
0: ass <laughs> or the, I'm not sure where my foot's going. <laughs> <at that
1: point. laughs> in uh, an orifice you pitch.
0: Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Heather, I fell in love with you. I think I loved you even more when I realized you were a lesbian. <laughs>
2: that's not surprising.
0: <laughs> Lesbians are lovable. That's a true story. Yeah. Um, it kind of just was like, wow, hot and a lesbian. Mm-hmm. How about that?
2: <laughs> I'm so flattered.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a successful. I think that's partly why I wanted to have you on the show is I want to talk about what you do.
1: Wait, pause. Okay. We're pausing. I want to do a foon pod. Oh, yeah. You I want, want to, to do challenge a challenge Heather Vickery. I am going oh. to softball a foon pod. Mm-hmm. Okay. And listen challenge to her accepted. flounder. What do you think? Okay, so I'm not the only one who's like a dumbass when it comes to Mormon shit. Not the only one. So cue
0: music. It's the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day.
1: Okay, Heather. The fucked up Mormon phrase of the day today is visiting teaching visiting visiting te- teaching or visiting
2: teacher and oh, that makes a little more sense so is that somebody who's older who's like too old to do a mission but shows up to do mission like things at I'm other going door to door. places
1: yeah <laughs> or to different
0: different
2: churches no. you, you some just shit. got the
1: biggest yeah.
2: buzzer <laughs> Is it the Angel Moroni come down to teach <laughs> you, <the> Moroni? Maroni, he's <laughs> Italian. No, he's Italian. Wait a minute. Wait, wait.
1: Let me
0: take a sh- stab. Okay, Mary's going to take a stab Visiting at it. Visiting teacher. Maybe this has to do with going from ward to ward. Like maybe somebody is going to another ward to do some
1: guest speaking or
0: teaching.
2: That's what I said. Jason. I is never
1: it? thought you two would fuck
2: it up as badly as you did. <laughs> <laughs> It was supposed to be a softball, which I think is insulting to people who play softball. Oh,
1: yeah, you're right. Softball, I mean, like I'm throwing it easy and gently for you to knock it out of the park, but you you struck out. Mm. Mm. So a visiting teacher is actually a woman... Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So you were completely wrong. So we I, made assumptions. You did make assumptions. <laughs> the male version is actually a home teacher. When you're Mormon, you yeah. are assigned a visiting teaching companion, so a woman and a woman, and you I have I like this to- already. <laughs> no, you don't. Sure. <laughs> did you know Mary's into that kind of thing? I did. Uh you have to go with this companion and you probably don't even know the companion. You have to go visit like two or three other women in the ward who you also probably don't know. And you go and visit. The idea is nice to like make friends, but you're kind of, it's kind of forcing you into friendships That don't necessarily work out. They've changed it more recently, but for the longest time, you had to read a message to them that comes out of the Ensign, which is the church publication magazine. So you're basically indoctrinating these
2: sisters um, about what the prophet wants them to know. And so it's just— it's So some bunch of made-up bullshit, like you go to— different people's houses and tell them a bunch of made-up bullshit? (laughs) Yes.
1: And there's extreme shame surrounding if you don't do it because you have to report your numbers at the end of the month. Yes, I did. I saw both these sisters, blah, blah, blah. And as someone who people visit taught me, it was so fucking annoying because, like, I got seven kids, you know, and I got shit to do. I, I yeah. you didn't have
2: time for this. Man. No, yeah. I got
1: to sit there while someone comes and hangs out for like an hour and just talking random Mormony shit. And I need to nurse a baby, or I need to make lunch, or I need to watch Oprah. Like I don't fucking care. <laughs> what I don't need is to listen <laughs> I need to, to this. To wash
2: my hair with some beer. It's mm-hmm. completely
1: <laughs> so. It's like strangers coming into your home, giving you a lesson, and then leaving. And I, for some reason, was almost always was assigned to visit the less active sisters. So here I am with a companion that I don't know, going into someone's house who's not interested and giving them a lesson that they don't care about. And I feel bad. I'm like, I don't really want to do this. And it just sucked ass. So wait, are you going to visit uh, non-believers? No, no, no. All Mormons. All Mormons. No other Mormons. It's to
2: get them, suck them in further. Exactly. Okay. It it
1: actually began with home teaching. It was called something different. Sister Fanny fact check could probably... um, fill us in there but it was it was designed by the prophet of the time for men to go into other mormons houses and sort of weed out the non-believers hmm. yeah kind of wow. question them sort of a it's like the gestapo yes yeah, so i to say like a gestapo style <laughs>
2: thing Jeez. so there you have it you were both wrong as shit wow and <laughs> okay winning <laughs> is it on. bad that i'm kind of delighted that i don't know shit about this Crazy ass religion.
1: <laughs> no, I guess it's probably. That's true. Good Who's for the winner? You. <laughs> Who are the winners here, Shelly? Yeah, <laughs> I no, think you're right. I know. Maybe I shouldn't be bragging about how I know this crazy shit.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, so one of our listeners, Jessa. Hi, Jessa. Hi, Jessa. She suggested. Hi. hi. She suggested we do like a fucked up uh, evangelical phrase of the day. Mm. First mm. of all, I don't really know that many. Maybe slain she in might. the spirit. But see, I know. they know now these already. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know them. You didn't know that one before? No. But also, there's no good song that trips off the tongue with the word evangelical. <laughs> it's the in fuck it. And Mary <laughs> evangelical. can sing about anything.
2: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> if Mary can't make
0: a ditty out of it, then anything's supposed to happen. That's right. So I guess we'll <laughs> stick with Mormon for now because we keep hearing more Foompod potential phrases. Yeah. 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 We have a lot. We have a big list. We do. I keep a list on my phone and seriously, Scouts Honor, I don't look any of them up. Mm-hmm. I, I just, believe you. I just keep You're a, list. a very honest
2: lady. She's an oh, honest thanks. lesbian. I
0: oh, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, do we have anyone to thank for that foam pod, jelly no, right that anyway? No, I actually scribbled
1: that down when we were recording with uh, Diana. Okay, last hour, which is going to come out the following week. Yes, we're confusing <laughs> so the confused. shit out of listeners. <laughs> Diana comes out after this.
0: Yeah, episode. and we yeah. are going to be gone for several weekends. I think that's why we're trying to work ahead. So, yeah. this will be coming out when we are in Richmond.
1: You're right. We're going to be in Richmond. Mm -hmm. Then the next weekend, we will be October 5th. Everyone, you need to join Mary and I for the March to End Child Abuse. Saturday, October 5th at 9 a.m. at the Salt Lake City and County Building. We will be there. Go on to protecteverychild.com to register. And if you don't register, fuck it. Come anyway. Registration is just to see what kind of numbers we're going to get. And by the way, thank (laughs) you. I hate you for that. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I mean, register, goddammit. Sorry, Sam Young. Everyone Register. And then the next day, so Sunday at 10 a.m., meet us at Raw Bean Coffee at 611 West Temple in Salt Lake, and we will be there to just hang out. Drink coffee. Drink coffee Mm -hmm. and chat and lament the fact that we're not all watching General Conference right then. I won't be doing that. No. No, not at all. Yeah. And one more thing. I know I keep pumping uh, my company, UC Places. It's the letter U, the letter C. Just go
2: download the damn app. I know, like seriously. Listen. If you listen to the show and you haven't downloaded the app yet, you're an asshole. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> thousands of downloads on the app yet,
1: but I know I have thousands of listeners. So stop what you're doing and download the damn app. You don't have to give any personal information. You don't have to even look at the app. Just download the app. Yeah. So, Heather, did you download UC Places? I did. Of Of course I did. She's a true fan and friend.
0: She
2: Marco Poloed me and said, please (laughs) download the app.
0: I was like, okay. Well, maybe you needed Marco Polo each one of our listeners. Everyone, if you need
1: help, send me your damn text number. Let's get on Marco Polo, and I will send you a personal message to download the app. If that's what it takes... I'm willing to do it. This is how much I am She's I'm going door behind. to door. She's going to be a visiting you know, I'm teacher. The, I'm going to be your, your fucking visiting teacher, and I'm going to read you, like, this thing that says download the app. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's all I have. Yeah. Before
0: we uh, get into talking to Heather, should we just take a little break? So, let's take a break. Let's take Pay a some break. some bills. Okay. <sighs> break time. We'll be right back. We're back.
1: I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> This is funny fun. because Heather keeps laughing, and she's also a podcaster, and I know she's super organized and professional, and I think she's laughing at how, like, just fucking unprofessional we are.
2: I am not. Are you not? <laughs> no. Like, that's take part great.
1: of the fun.
0: Oh, that's I true. I think you girls
2: are great. No, I mean, it's <laughs> funny. I don't want to ruin any of the behind-the-scenes stuff, yeah. but I don't do ads in the middle of my show. I, I do pre-roll and post-roll, but— gotcha. It's hilarious to be sitting here and be like, cue music. And then we just talk and say, we're going to pause for an ad. We're back. Uh, so it's funny. Don't let them know all the ugly backseat I know. shit. You can edit that shit out if you want to, Dan. <laughs> edit the
0: fuck out. No, keep it in, Dan. Why not? Yeah, keep it in.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this might be a good time to thank Dan and Extension Audio for all of his hard work. Thank you, Dan. Keep working. Thank wearing, you, Dan. Keep working. I appreciate what? it as a listener. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dan's super talented. Yep. And he also edits our aftershows when we can get our act together to release those. Yes. Which sometimes happens. Well, Heather, I'm super excited that you are our guest today because I met you at Podcast Movement. I figured out you were a lesbian because after denying it three times or more, accusing you of not being one, I finally believed you.
2: (laughs) I don't remember what I did to convince you. I do. You made out with her in the bathroom. I didn't. I did not I would have remembered
0: that for sure.
2: (laughs) You did pull my hair a couple times. Oh, I did.
0: Oh, yeah. Memorable. Mm -hmm. See? See how I did? <laughs> lucky Shelly I know I know <laughs> yeah I know I was kind of sad the day that Shelly got her hair all cut off because I was like how am I going to pull you your hair grab now. the bangs <laughs> you can still God. pull it it's you growing can. slowly yeah. mm-hmm. I've, I've been pulling I got a it handful lately. back there now you're mm-hmm. good well they say more than a handful is a waste anyway <laughs>
2: okay <laughs> no nope, that's not uh, true uh Heather I'm pretty, pretty sure like the hug. way I want to die is suffocating between a pair of beautiful breasts <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: in I am so in. Just
0: add a little um, Zacapa rum to that equation. That's my favorite rum, if anyone cares. (laughs) I love that. So delicious. You need to have that
2: in between the beautiful breasts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Take a sip, (laughs) mm -hmm. then do
0: the motorboat thing, and then take another sip. (laughs) It's going to be fantastic.
2: (laughs) It's funny. I guess because I didn't come out until I was in my late 30s, I still act like a 13-year-old boy. Every time I snuggle up with my girlfriend and I put my hands on her boobs, I always go...
0: (laughs) Yeah, boobies yeah, are fantastic. Like, I love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Still not about my work at all. <laughs> no, we haven't gotten to that yet. I think the our <laughs> listeners are like, what the fuck are they going to talk about? Like, this is all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Am I discrediting myself professionally? No. Nah. Everyone, everyone dumps you down you when they come on our show. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's excellent news. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm.
0: So when I met you at Podcast Movement, I knew you had the Brave Files podcast. And I think at some point I might be a guest on the yes. Brave Files. I can't wait to have you on the show. It's okay. going to be fun. It's a date. We'll make that happen. Woohoo. But then when I got to know you and I thought, gosh, you could be such a great asset to some of our listeners uh, in a professional way with your work, and I wanted to talk about
2: what it is you do and how you got into all that. Well, thanks for asking. So I'm a success coach, a success and leadership coach, and those are fancy words for life and business coach. Okay. Um, (laughs) Because it sounds better. I really deeply believe that in order to be successful professionally— you got to get your life in order mm-hmm. and that you just can't have one do well without the other. And, you know, my, my short tagline is that I'll do life coaching without business coaching, but I won't do business coaching without life coaching. Oh, okay. Because if you're not willing to explore how to to live more successfully in your life, you have no chance yeah. of actually being successful professionally, but I help people deal with the present and with what they want for the rest of their lives What stories do we need to get rid of? What things are keeping us down and getting in our way? How do we get back in the driver's seat of our life and get in control? Because you always can. There's always a way to shut down the noise and put yourself in a position of power, even if you feel powerless. It just takes a little help to recognize those things and a little push and accountability to take action on what you have to do to make it happen.
0: I love that. And I wanna get into some of the specifics of what potentially some of our listeners could benefit from. But I wanna go back a little bit. How did
2: you get into this line of work? <laughs> so I've been a business owner and entrepreneur for twenty-three years now. Wow. Get it girl. I
0: start, <laughs> you don't <laughs> look a, come on, you don't look a
2: day over 29 <laughs> out
0: oh, here. Oh. I'll keep you forever.
2: <laughs> um, nope, I'll be 45 this year. And I I discovered for myself very quickly after getting out of college that I worked really well with people, but not for people. Okay. And I had experience in nonprofit event planning and corporate event planning, and I did social events for a hotel and had a lot of connections, and I I started my own event and wedding planning business. Oh, wow. So I did that for a long time, and I built a really successful business, which is now officially closed as of two weeks ago, which is a little crazy. Oh, Is that a congratulations? Yeah, it is. It was time to close the door and time to walk away. And I hadn't put any time or effort or money into that business for several years. I had other people doing it, Mm. but it's all buttoned up now. Okay. And so as I was going through my own major personal life transformation, which included coming out after over a decade of marriage and figuring out what the fuck I wanted to do with my life and how I wanted to do it. And I was so miserable all the time. Wow. I know Shelly can identify with this. Every decision I made was fear-based. Yeah, for Mm. sure. Which thing will be the least scary and I'll do that thing. Yeah. That's no way to be. No. But when you're so far in it, Mm -hmm. it's impossible to see being out of it. Right. But what happened for me one morning, I was having breakfast with my kids. I have four daughters and my youngest was really little baby. And I thought, what would I want for them? Oh, yeah. If they came to me in this situation, what's the advice I would give? And it wasn't like, well, just suck it up and deal with it. Pull you yourself your up by our it. bootstraps. That's yeah. what my yeah. mother always It wasn't always like used to wash say. your face and get through it. Right. It, it was, I would want them to go out and actually be happy and present their authentic selves to the world because that would make everyone better. That was what I needed. I needed to realize that I was not modeling what I would want my children to do. Oh, yeah. And that was it. I went from absolutely being terrified of everything to believing that I could do anything if it meant... I could show my girls that they could do anything. Oh, that's a really good point. I love that. Yeah, because maybe people aren't thinking
0: about that. It's like they're entrapped in this fear and not sure how to move on with their lives. But then, yeah, they've got children, and they are modeling Mm -hmm. behavior for them. That's really That was a moment that I had to have, too.
1: Let's talk about me for a second. Do it, (laughs) (laughs) Shelly. Was that I realized, and it took me leaving the church and getting out of the marriage. I didn't realize until after the fact that I was setting a great example to my kids by standing up for myself and doing what was good for me, because I would hate for my kids to make the same fearful choices that I did. Yep. So
2: back to you, Heather. Yeah. So, so oh, good. I think you're <laughs> right though, Shelly. So I had this sort of epiphany and I started working with my own coach. I don't believe in selling something I'm not willing to buy. I love my coach. And I started really tapping into, there a couple of things that I did. I started really tapping into my intuition and I started a really powerful gratitude practice. Nice. And those things combined made me just more aware of what was happening in my life and what was moving around in my life. And I discovered that I was already coaching. Oh, wow. Yeah. Makes sense. People saw that in me way before I saw it in myself. So I was getting emails, phone calls, stopped at a networking event multiple times a week. I want to do this thing. I think you can help. I want to try this new thing. I think you can help. Or I'm afraid of this. Can you talk to me? I think you can help. And my coach just said, just put a business to it. Just do it. Interesting. Now, were these connections that you had through your other business? Most of them were, yeah. And In the beginning part, so it's been about five years now that I've been coaching and public speaking and leading workshops and uh, all that stuff pretty much full-time. And my network was very much in the wedding industry for a very, very long time. And now it's rare when I do something, but it's fun because I do do speak their language. I know exactly what they're going through. I do a lot of work with creating work-life harmony um, and building better boundaries. And boy, the events industry sucks in both of those ways. Yeah. Wow. And it was a lot of work for me to build a business outside of that industry. And I'm very proud of the work that I've done. I do a lot of corporate work now. You know, business as usual isn't business as usual anymore. So helping them honor a whole employee and teach them. I have an entire program called the Empowerment Program that I lead through my, my client's Pride Employee Network Group, where we teach them to more authentically and powerfully be themselves at work. And when they show up as themselves, they're more successful. I'm sure that's that's true. Great, Which is really cool. And that's hard for a lot of people to do. And it's especially hard for a lot of LGBTQ people to do because they're so used to not being able to be themselves. Right. But
0: I I think you're right though, because I mean, if you have this fear that, oh, someone's going to find out. And so you go to extra lengths to appear different, like peer Mm -hmm. straight in some cases, people know. People see through it.
1: Something's not right. Something's yeah. not right. Yeah. 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 And I think too, when you present to the world someone that you're not, and I get why people do that. It's scary. I totally get that. But these businesses that you work for, it's then hard for them to tap
2: into your true potential when you're not really being Absolutely. who you are. Absolutely. The moment any of us, and this is where I think it can really relate to your listeners, the folks who are out there listening right now, is the moment that you decide to honor all of the parts of you, everything in the world opens up around you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very difficult to do that and learning how to identify what stories you've been telling yourself or how you're behaving in a certain way that's maybe a scarcity mindset or, you know, fear-based and all of that and choosing to rewrite that story, putting yourself in charge of your destiny Mm -hmm. instead of letting shit happen to you. Mm -hmm. Literally everything just changes and people go, oh, that sounds ridiculous. But it's the truth. I've seen that happen Yeah, for myself, for sure. For sure. Like,
1: again, when you pretend to be someone that you're not, I think that it's hard to connect with people because they're not really connecting with with you. So f- Absolutely. So for me, it was hard for me to connect with anyone when I was Mormon because I it, it was a struggle. And now that I've left and I'm being unapologetically me, for better or worse, the, <laughs> the connections I'm making are real and yeah. they're strong yeah. and they're beautiful. Yeah.
0: And I think opportunities have opened up for you, Shelley. absolutely. Because for I am sure me,
2: yeah. And the other element to this is is mindset work. I'm actually in the middle of a positive psychology certification program. Very cool. Which it is cool. It's really fascinating stuff. And Mary, you and I are going to be poloing about this like crazy because okay. it's it's so interesting. I'm in. So I do a ton of work around creating mindset and and doing different mantras and choosing happiness and how you do that. Psychology used to be the negative everything was bad, how to take everything's bad and get it to zero. Mm -hmm. It was never trying to make it good. It was just trying to make it less bad. Okay. Well, positive psychology is how to take it from bad to good. Nice. And all of the tactics and the systems and the strategies that I do with my clients that I just somehow intuitively knew how to do, which is very cool, have science behind them. They've done actual scientific neurological experiments to prove that these things work you can learn to be more happy. Wow. That sounds nerdy as shit, and I love it. <laughs> it is nerdy as shit, but it's fucking cool. Oh, I love it. And people think that the work that I do is so woo-woo because we do all of that. You, you can't actually get into action until you work through all the bullshit, mm-hmm. right? And then once you've worked through all the bullshit, then you go, this is what I want. You create an action plan and we start putting systems together to achieve it. And it, it's a process and it's sometimes a very difficult process. But I'm here to tell you that it is not woo-woo. There is science behind it. It's just a different approach than what people are used to. Yeah,
0: no, that's fantastic. Because I think a lot of our listeners believed for years that their only true happiness source came from church stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when they didn't feel happy, they weren't spiritual enough. They didn't read the scriptures enough or they didn't believe enough or whatever. Mm -hmm. Their faith was lacking. Yes, their faith was lacking. So the idea, it is a problem. And I love the idea that you can actually learn to be happy. You can. So what advice do you give someone who maybe they're in a marriage that Mm. isn't working anymore? They were raised in a religion that isn't working for them anymore. And they've got a bunch of kids. They look at the rest of their life just with fear. I have to stay in this thing because I don't have any other options. I don't have a way of supporting myself. I don't have a formal education. What do you tell someone like that?
2: It's a really multifaceted question and answer, uh, but I, I would say that the first most helpful thing someone could do is write out their dream future. Mm. Instead of being rooted in, I can't because of this, I can't, I'm scared, I can't, I don't know how, I can't, they won't let me. Just sit down for a minute and write out what you would like your life to actually look like. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't go somewhere if you don't know where it is. That's true. Or what it is. And once you've identified what you think might actually make you feel great, and sometimes those things shift, there's got to be room for that to be okay. But once you know what that is, then if you're working with me or someone like me, you can start to go backwards. You can work backwards and disassemble that and say, well, what's the very first step I could take? What's the easiest thing I could do right now that would create change? We start to break down tolerances and little pain points about things that are easy, low-hanging fruit. And once you get the hang of it and the confidence that you can create some small change, you start to do bigger things. Big changes don't happen in big steps. Big changes happen in small steps. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then
0: maybe you look back a year later or something, you look back (laughs)
2: at all these changes
0: and you're like, oh, yeah, I kind
2: of forgot I did all
0: those things.
2: I mean, Shelly, you you've got to feel that way. You didn't just wake up one day and divorced and dating Mary and out of the church. Like no. it was little. They felt maybe like big things, but little things one after another yeah. that got you here.
1: And and I think too, if if you skip over the little things, it's harder to make a big change. You know, well, it's impossible. You can't. Yeah, you can't do it. I didn't wake up one morning and say the church sucks. I'm out. Right. It, it was just this sort of discomfort within the church, and so Mm -hmm. when my husband was like, maybe we should take a break or whatever, I was on board because there were already little things sort of leading up to it, and I was exhausted. And actually— leaving the church took a year, took a good solid year of sort of straddling. You know, first you go less and you try another church, then you go back to Mormonism. You don't let your parents know what's going on. And the whole, the gay thing too, it's the gay thing. The whole gay thing. 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 Wow. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should be a life coach. Okay, you guys Mm -hmm. with the whole gay thing, let's talk about it. Oh, wow. That too was... um, you know it started with me having to accept that god didn't hate gays like that i had to come to that in my heart that it was okay to be gay and then there was the recognition of wow i'm really feeling an attraction you know an energy pull towards these women and it took a long time for me to say i am gay it was like maybe i'm bisexual me or too. it just didn't just happen overnight it was slow yeah, you you can't yeah. do big things in one shot. It's like Brent and I fought a lot and then we started threatening a divorce and, and and then it ended up separation and the separation became finalized and you know just little steps
2: to to big change. Yeah. It took 3 years to actually get my divorce and yeah. well maybe longer actually. Uh maybe more like 4 years and the last Two years of it, we were living in separate houses and still just not pushing through. It took me years to fully come out. And I absolutely pulled the, it's okay, I'm bisexual. Because we tried really hard to make our marriage work. Mm. Because you don't get married to get divorced. Oh, right. Not because I wanted to be in that marriage, but because I didn't know how to be out of it. And because I wanted my kids to know that I really had tried as hard as I could. Oh, for sure.
0: That's a lot of years. And it's their father. You don't want to throw that away lightly. You have to...
1: Really be sure that's a change you want to make. Yep. Especially in the Mormon world, and not just the Mormon world, I'm sure this is most strict religions, they tend to look at divorce as giving up. Sure. You know, you, you gave up. You didn't try hard enough. What about the kids?
2: You know what I find interesting about so many religions, particularly the religions that are rooted in Christianity, because other religions, like Eastern religions, often aren't like this, but they're so rooted in... Guilt. Guilt and uh, sacrifice and, you know, all of these things, you're never going to be happy. They don't preach happiness. It's not right. ab- ever about being happy. It's about serving yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's not the way, you know, Buddhism is. Right. So not all religions are like that, but I feel like Christianity is not rooted in finding happiness. And no. And being honest. It's rooted in following the fucking rules. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting.
1: It I agree with you completely. For some reason, Christianity has managed to forget what Jesus ever said. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, yeah, if sure. you look into it, uh, he was a pretty happy dude. Like he was being chased around, and people are trying to kill him. You know, according to the I scriptures, mean, we don't really know if he was happy. I'm just saying. Or not. Well, he, he did would drink. Say, he would tell people <laughs> 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 he was
2: drunk a lot. And um, washed the feet of four people. Yeah, yeah but he, he
1: would say in the scriptures, "Be of good cheer." You know, right. he would talk about being cheerful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So for going by scriptures alone, we see that Jesus was a cheerful person because he taught people to love each other. But somehow Christianity has turned this into do all the damn things and give of yourself till you're empty. And well, Christians, I think, have turned into the Pharisees that
0: oh, Jesus 100%. preached against. Pretty yes. much. Yeah. 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 yes.
2: And it's interesting. I have some very good friends who are Jewish, and I've been to a couple of mitzvahs when I love them. And I, when I was doing weddings, the Jewish traditions, the ketubah and all of those things were my favorite ceremonies because their religion is very much rooted in just goodness and culture mm-hmm. and not in don't fuck it up.
1: <laughs> mm, okay. That Christianity is the religion of don't fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. In hell,
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty much. Yeah. I love that idea of writing down what your ideal future looks like. Uh, because then, yeah, it gives you a roadmap. You can actually start working towards it. I remember that was one of the first questions I asked Shelly was, what do you want to do with your life? It's a good question yeah. if you're going to get involved with somebody. Right. <laughs> 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 and uh-huh. her answer was basically be a podcaster, although she didn't realize that at the
1: time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She asked me, "What do you, what's your dream job? Because at this time when we were dating, I was like, I have no education. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, basically spilling my soul to an almost stranger. She asked me, you know, what's your dream job? And I said uh, something to the effect of I want to talk and make people happy. Like I want to meet people, talk and make Mm -hmm. them happy. And then Mary said that I should be a Walmart greeter, (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, but ended up podcasting. And I had forgotten about that conversation until recently when I went back and was reminiscing over our old texts back when we were first dating. And I saw that and I was like, shit, Mary, look. Yeah, It was like I manifested it without even knowing. Just well, and I your said it. other job, you're also
0: talking and potentially making people yeah, happy. Yeah, you see places. Download
1: mm-hmm. the app, damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So Shelly does a lot of talking and she makes money doing it. Mm-hmm. So nice. there you go. So maybe she did manifest You manifested
2: it. that dream, sister. There you go. Sure Love it. Yeah, what's up with manifestation? I'm a big believer. I'm actually just almost finishing reading a book. I wonder if you would like it probably. I think you might, it's called outrageous openness, letting the divine take the lead. And so she sort of talks about all sorts of deities. And I just say the universe, I do believe in the universe, some spiritual connection somewhere. I don't know that that's God for me, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's all sort of ways of just releasing it, uh, you know, sort of mantras. And there's a, I created a universe box. She calls it a God box where you put the things you're worried about in there and trust that the universe has a plan for fixing them. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that like the prayer box at the Chick-fil-A yeah. in Fredericksburg? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I hope you're not going to the fucking Chick-fil-A, Well, they're not Mary. open. They're not open today, so... you. Well, Don't,
1: Shelly's go son. Go to the Chick fil A. The know, only no, reason I, I went is my son work, worked there. Worked and there. I wanted to go in and say hi, and the kids <laughs> wanted ice cream, but he doesn't work there anymore. So we're, this we're, is we're good. cool. We're cool. Fucking
2: Chick fil A, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys watch The Good Place? Yes. <laughs> what, like where she's like, in the future, there's this chicken restaurant <laughs> where if you go there, it means you hate gay people, and the chicken is delicious. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> That was such a great oh, episode. Anyway, yeah, it was. Um yeah, it's a little bit like that. So there's sort of manifestation to me and it's funny. One of my favorite analogies I've ever heard is imagine you're in the car and you're listening to the Motown station and you're having a great time and you're jamming and it's awesome but you have this overwhelming urge to hear Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Do you think that if you just sit there and chant Any minute now this Motown station is going to play Bruce Springsteen. Any minute it's going to happen. Do you think that's going to work as well as switching to the classic rock station? (laughs) Oh, good point. So manifestation doesn't mean you don't do anything. Right. It just means you visualize it. Because what happens when we visualize what we want is we start to see it. And we start to see a path towards getting it. And we take action that gets you closer to it. And then you make it happen. Oh, that's great. I, I love that because
0: otherwise it kind of just seems like Harry Potter voodoo magic. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Anytime you want something, you have to first believe it's possible to have it.
0: Yeah. But we also have to show up for our own lives and be present oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and make oh, yeah. and make things happen. Yep. You know that expression, God helps those who help themselves.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so does everybody else uh-huh. help those who help themselves. Right? <laughs> True. It's
0: kind of obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Interesting. Yep. I love that idea. I hey, love manifestation. I love that you are putting it into perspective of we are conscious in it. We are, we're taking action. We are part of that. It's not just some kind of magical thing that happens to us.
2: Yeah. Thank you for that. That's my approach to coaching is first you have to dream it and then you build it. So I take a very analytical approach to a very emotional woo-woo concept. Well, that makes sense, because
0: otherwise it just seems like a bunch of, you know, gobbledygook that's not (laughs) relatable. And it's like, oh, yeah, Yeah. hippy-dippies feel that way. Mm -hmm. It's not a real thing. No, I like this. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. And I love that you're breaking it down for us. Yeah. Yes. So, Shelly, this sounds like a good time for a break. I agree. We'll be right back. And we're back. Hello. Before we get too much further, I want to know how people— can find you? How do they, you know, send you an email or get in touch? Yeah. Or what's the what's the best way
2: to get that information? Thanks for asking. I'm super easy to reach. My kids think I'm a celebrity because you can type my name into Google and my picture pops up. Nice. It was I have the heart to break it to them that it's just SEO. It's not that I'm a celebrity. <laughs> Keep letting them think <laughs> that. It's awesome. They love it when I play my own podcast. They just think that it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> um, I am so so easy to find. My company is Vickery and Co. So it's vickeryandco.com You can leave me a voicemail there. You can send me an email on Instagram. I'm at vickery and co on Twitter. I'm at vickery and co. You can find me on LinkedIn, Heather Vickery on Facebook. I'm at vickery co, or you can just ask Shelly. You can <laughs> you can text me and say, call this person. Mm-hmm. I'm super easy to find my emails, Heather at vickery and co. Like you can't make this shit up. It's easy. Um, <laughs> And I am really committed to connection. And I would love to offer anybody who's listening, if you are a fan of Latter-day Lesbian, then you are my people. So it's cool. (laughs) If you want to have a 15, 20-minute chat with me and we can see if I can solve a problem and you can just see what it's like, reach out and we'll set something up. I'd be happy to give you that as a gift. Oh, well, that's fantastic. That's and great. I think you had mentioned giving a discount to our yeah. listeners. I am more than happy to do that. We can do 10% off of the coaching programs and we can talk about what those look like and what those cost in person. But if you are a Latter-day lesbian listener, Okay. Do you want to do any kind of special code with
0: slash LDL or maybe they'll just identify themselves? They'll have to
2: identify themselves because my coaching program, it isn't a pre-cut cookie cutter program. Mm -hmm. You can't like go onto my website and click buy the six month package and put it in your cart and pay for it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make you get in conversation with me. We're going to talk about what it is that you want out of it. I'm going to show you who I am and what I do. And when you feel that, yes, this is going to move you forward, then... We do a program and it's a six month program, but how we tackle your problems are unique to you. That sounds great. So uh, I send individual invoices. So if you've come to me and said that you're a listener of this show, I will know to honor that um, discount. Make the code be like Foom Pod or <laughs> Health in the Naval, just so that you know they're not Bust trying to trick you. out any of your Latter-day lesbian <laughs> jargon uh, Jargon, and I will give you 10% off. <laughs> I
1: love
0: it. I love it. <laughs> Before we wrap up, Heather, is there anything else you want to add to our conversation?
2: Yeah, there is. I have never been religious. I was not raised in a religious family. My dad was religious. Uh, I got into listening to this show because I met Shelly through Facebook podcasting groups. Mm -hmm. What I've learned from the show, I have gotten so many gifts from your stories and your experiences. What I want to say actually is just by listening, you're choosing bravely. Just by acknowledging that it might be different than what you've always been taught is starting to open up your world to better and newer opportunities. And you should stop for a moment and give yourself some credit for that. Oh, that's awesome. That's wonderful.
1: Wow, yeah, you're right. I love that. I don't think about these things. That's beautiful. Just the fact that people tune in and listen to things that are, we can be abrasive. We definitely dig deeper. And the fact that they listen is that they're willing to maybe make a change in their life or to understand things better or, yeah, so way to go. Pat yourself on the back. That's no, that's awesome. great. And some people even take it a step further and actually write us letters yes. that we then read on our podcast. Yeah, yeah. That, I know. Those have been so helpful to other people. Typically, when you write your story, you're writing it for yourself to get it out, you know, Absolutely. pen to paper. Those of you who we have read your letters, you have no idea the numbers of emails I get than in reference to your story saying how it's helped them, how they related to something, how they feel love for you and your experience. It's just a connection. That's
0: right. We're building a community here. Mm-hmm. We Without a doubt. Yeah, we didn't even know we were doing it. We're just riding the wave. That's right. Community wave. <laughs> community wave. We're going Well, for there's it. so
2: much of a gift in that, in building community in places where you didn't have one before or rebuilding Correct. community. Exactly. I did an interview with a vet, um, ex-military, not a veterinarian. <laughs> and we talked about the importance of when you leave the military of needing to build a new community yeah. and, and the people who have severe PTSD or the suicide rates are outrageous with vets, which is horrifying. It's because they don't find new community to replace their military community. And I think from a religious standpoint, it's the same thing. Absolutely. That's some of the biggest fears for people that we've heard. As far
1: as leaving Mormonism, they're afraid of, well, now what? What do I do on my Sundays? How do I get involved? Where are my friends? Mm -hmm. Who who do I hang with? It's hard. Yeah, that is
2: challenging. But you're not alone. Mm, Absolutely not. I promise you're not alone. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Also, I want to touch on your podcast. How did your podcast, The Brave Files, come about? Thanks for asking that. I love my show so much. (laughs) It's such a fun show. So The Brave Files is stories of people living courageously. I interview people from... The smallest act of bravery, like I'm afraid of heights, but I went up in a hot air balloon to I sat with my child when they died or I had a 9-11 first responder, like major extremes. But the purpose of the show is to teach us to embrace bravery in big and small ways every moment of our lives. Because it enriches our lives, it builds stronger community, it shows the people around us that they can choose bravely. Yeah. And I've been wanting to do podcasts forever. I love pod I know you two don't actually listen to podcast. Do people know that you guys don't actually well, listen to you podcasts? You know what's funny about that is <laughs> I started listening to podcasts after doing a podcast. Yeah. I was like, I think I should probably listen to a few of these. <laughs> see what see what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. So I love them though. It's always been my favorite form of of learning. And so I'd wanted to do one for a long time and I just could not land on the right format. I actually have a format idea. I'm going to pitch to you girls. We could do it together. It'd be Ooh, really fun. Okay, We'll sideline that. Mm-hmm. But um, so I did. I just didn't know what to do. And it's funny because my coach was like, this is such bullshit. One day in the mail, my microphone and the arm that I had my microphone on and my headphones had just showed up with a note that said, do the podcast. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, and I love him for that. Awesome. But I was making dinner one night. It, it was in early March of 2018, and the the name came, The Brave Files. Okay. The Brave Files. Because so much of the work I do is helping people embrace Bravery, step out of fear and into bravery, um, which doesn't mean there's an absence of fear. It just means it doesn't stop you or you work around it. And I thought I could tell stories of people. I could interview people who have brave stories that would really connect with people. And I immediately went and I bought the domain and I put together a Google form and I put it on Facebook. And I said, I'm starting a podcast. If you have a brave story, fill this out. Mm -hmm. I called three people I knew and I said, Will you be on my show? I know what your stories are. Will you be on my show? I set up a recording. I hired a special podcast coach because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And six weeks later, I had a show. That's awesome. Just
0: like that. I wonder if we should have hired a podcasting (laughs) coach. You girls have done just fine.
2: But I didn't know anything. I didn't know like how to host. I didn't even know how to find out what I didn't know, yeah. which was really overwhelming. Yeah. And she was great. I just had two sessions with her. It wasn't extreme, but she gave me all the tips and she helped me work through what my call to action would be, what my tagline would be, you know, how long the show should be, all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. So I'm super grateful to her. And I thought I was going to edit my own stuff. That was going to be hell. Like I was clipping, you'll appreciate this. I was clipping like every four seconds and every um and every pause. And then I thought my fucking head is going to (laughs) explode. So literally like four days before launch, I found the guy who is my editor, Andrew. That's awesome. I found him on Upwork, which is amazing. And uh, I've used that service. Yeah, it works. It works really well. Um, We now have a relationship outside of Upwork because it's been forever, but Mm -hmm. I sent it to him and I was like, I can't fucking do this. And he did the best he could to fix the first—the audio in the first few episodes is not fantastic because I just—I learned a lot in the last yeah. year and a half, but— um, I went through that, too. He mm-hmm. saved my ass, mm-hmm. and I do not edit my own shit. I'm a big fan of Delegation, friends. Yeah, big, well, we're, big we're working fan. on that, yeah, for sure. For I sure. wanted to—
1: um, talk about myself real quick.
2: And, uh, <laughs> You've done really well though, Shelly. <laughs> it's been hard. Uh, but but what I want
1: to point out something that your show, The Brave Files, does for people that I'm not sure if you recognize this or not, um, Heather, is that I didn't think of myself as brave. Aww. And so having you sort of pull out my story... And tell me why it was brave was huge for me because I didn't recognize it. It's almost like when you're in the middle of all the shit and you're making these small choices, you don't see it except for just trying to breathe, you know, trying to keep your head above water. And telling you my story and having you point out to me how brave it was, it really helped me have the confidence to keep making those small decisions and then share those decisions with others and help uplift others. Like, yeah, you know what, I... I am kind of a badass. I did do a really hard thing. And so those of you who are sitting where I was a couple years ago and are afraid to do anything, you can do it. Like we talked about before, you never make just one thing, one decision that changes your entire life. They're little things, and you don't realize you're being brave, but you are. And embrace yourself for that and be proud of yourself. It's okay to be proud of yourself. In Mormonism, you don't ever get to brag on yourself. Especially as a woman. In Christianity,
2: I think in general. And it is okay to be proud. My coach used to quote Muhammad Ali, it's not bragging if you can back it up. That's right. There is nothing wrong with confidence and pride. Mm -hmm. Not one thing wrong with it. And when you are confident, And when you share with other people what you're good at, Mm -hmm. you give them permission to do the same thing. Yes, exactly. I know. I I, think that's what we did.
0: We didn't even know we were doing it. And Mm -hmm. then we were doing that every week on our podcast. And speaking of that feedback, I wanted to ask you, Heather, do you have people write into you or contact you and say, you know, because of this particular episode or because of your show concept and listening to your podcast, I have found that I am able to live more bravely?
2: Yeah, I have had a number of people do it and it always humbles me. Yeah. Um, oh, I made this decision because I learned that there's a new way to be brave. Brave isn't what I thought it was, mm-hmm. it isn't like fearlessly charging into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's just going to Walmart.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, right. We're just getting up in the morning when you just, it's the last thing you want to do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Having a a conversation you don't want to have or sending an email that you're afraid to send. And I do have people that say that. And Shelly, thank you for what you said. I've had a lot of folks tell me that it was a gift to be able to retell their story. And Mm -hmm. I try to ask questions in a really unique way. It's Mm -hmm. not your traditional interview. Hopefully the idea is to connect you with your story in a way that you haven't been connected to it before. Yes, um, you did that and for I appreciate me. that. And often I will ask, "Do you feel brave?" And almost everybody says no. Right. It's wow. very rare for somebody to say yes. Yeah, and then and then I do get to say, "Well, gosh, here's why I think it's brave." Yeah, and that's Beautiful. always fun. Mm-hmm. That is because people are just living their lives; they're not thinking,
0: "Oh, well, today I was brave." They don't think right. they use those, but words. I want them to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I,
2: my oldest daughter, um, who God love her, she's just the sweetest kid, but she has severe depression and social anxiety, and. You know, she can't go up to the Starbucks counter and order a drink. She has to use her mobile app, right? So she's all these things. But a few weeks ago, she came home from school and she kind of had this look on her face. I said, what's up? She goes, mama, I was really brave today. Oh, nice. And I got all weepy. I'm a little weepy now. So she knew it. She knew she did something hard and that made her proud. And then she knew she could do the next hard thing. And that's what I want the listeners of my show to know. Is that you can do hard things. In fact, you are doing hard things. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah.
0: And these experiences build on one another. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the next thing you know, you look back at year and you're like, look at all the different things I accomplished. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love it. Okay. So if you don't take up Heather on her 10% off <laughs> offer, <laughs> at least listen to her podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. The Brave Files. Bare minimum. Yes. Bare minimum. And download the UC
1: Places app. Okay.
0: And go look at and her picture because she's a
2: hottie. Oh yeah, <laughs> funny girl. At least go look and the on a picture <laughs> that I did with Shelley is called "Life on My Own Terms." It's episode fifty-six, okay. and you guys, it really is good. We had a lot of fun. We had some a reverse lot. coaching happening. <laughs> you asked me some good questions. Uh, it was a great conversation. It was. We became besties
1: in that moment. It we was so did.
0: great. And I love <laughs> that you're asking questions that maybe a typical interviewer would not ask. or would not think to ask. I think that's I really try. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes thanks. it makes for an interesting conversation. Absolutely, and growth all around. Mm-hmm. I love it.
2: Yay, yay!
0: Thank you so much for being on our show, Heather. Oh, this is thank been amazing. you. What an
2: what an honor. People, I get tickled every time I hear my <laughs> name mentioned on your show. I'm like, geez. yeah, we give. <laughs> you it's a like touching movies. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it's like? Is that <laughs> yeah. how you want to die with
0: someone saying your name while your face is in their chest?
2: No, I don't have to say my name, but I do get like I do get excited. So no, it was an honor. I love the two of you. I actually consider you really, really dear friends at this point. I'm not even sure how that happened, but that is how I feel. And um, I'm so glad we were able to do this. Yeah,
1: you and I have been online friends, and then spending that week with you at Podcast Movement was just natural. It seemed like we've been friends forever. It was so great. You're an amazing human being, and Mm I'm. Very glad to have you in my life. I know I feel honored yeah, like, as well to mm-hmm. have
0: you mm-hmm. in my life. Aww, I don't, I don't wish want to feel that way, but I know. Hug,
2: big hug. <laughs> Aww, big, I feel that big way hugs. too.
1: I love you, girls. I don't want Heather to leave yet because um, she needs to stick around while I read some patron names. Because you know, okay. Um, once again, five patrons. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay, I've called Shelly on that <laughs>
2: bullshit. I need no. what I have no new patrons for weeks now. So maybe if you all are patrons of this show, you can listen to mine. and You could throw a few bucks in my way. There, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I need some help.
0: That's a (laughs) a great point. Maybe um, we need to think about what your tiers are. Maybe you could talk about What's a tier
2: level, Heather, that you want to advertise? Well for just $4 a month you just get to be cool and you get a magnet. <laughs> oh, magnet. And then you, if you go up to $8 a month, then you get a show dedicated to you or someone you want. Oh, I like that. And for $10 a month, you get a copy of my gratitude journal. Shit. Plus nice. all those other things. That's great.
0: Well, and your magnet is real nice actually. Yeah, we have it on our fridge. Thank you. <laughs> because yeah. I am a patron. <laughs> yes. I, I yes, sure yes, I should do. am.
2: And I am a patron of your show. Thank so you. Let's be clear. So,
1: you know, if you want to support us, Join do us it. on Patreon, yeah. join Heather, because it really does help us cover our
0: costs. Well, help and, us you know, we've already this. mentioned that these podcasts aren't free right? For no, us because mm-hmm. we have
1: people we pay no. yeah. to help so us out. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: Correct. right.
1: So, let's talk about the people who are now paying us. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. Um, all right. New patrons. You know, as we were doing this interview right now, I was trying to come up with some kind of cute way to do the names, but... I don't know. There's not enough vowels, goddammit, it! So I can't spell <laughs> anything. Not enough it's vowels. Just sort of lame. So I'm just going to read them. Is this like a <laughs> Mahonrai Moriankamer or
0: something? Where there are... uh, <laughs> That's a lot of consonants. It's, it's not, but okay. <laughs> i are probably
1: butchering the name Mahonrai Moriankamer. Mahonrai Moriankamer. How do you not know this? By <laughs> yeah, I okay. Know. All right. Number one, Dana G. Okay. Is there something clever we can say about that? Uh, thank you, Dana G. G. Dana, that was you're not great. clever. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs>
3: Heather. G, Dana. All
1: right. Next one is Rose S. And Rose S has a special place in my heart. Thank you, Rose S. Oh, do you know Rose? Uh, I know of Rose. Okay. Fuck it. Yes, I know Rose. Oh, fuck (laughs) it. All right. Not trying to out anybody, but I know Rose. All right. Thank you, Rose. Um, Then Brooklyn M. Ooh, that's a fun name. It is. Heather, give us a last name that starts with M Uh, for Brooklyn. Maury Ankemer. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell. Brooke Mitchell. Thank you. Brooklyn. Is that the name? Oh, yeah. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That's cool. Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. I'll next, like- Erica A. We've had two recent Erica's join. This is the Erica A. Would right. come first in the phone book. <laughs> right. Does anyone actually use a phone book no. anymore? I don't think it's even a thing. No, I don't think I, no. so. Okay. And lastly, Karen F. Um, like
2: fucking fantastic. Th- there you go. That was my oh. next. one. Um, <laughs> yes. That was my next
1: one. We actually had two Karens join and this is karen f we will get to the other karen next week okay wow i can't wait i'm in, pin, I'm in pins and needles for that second Karen. <laughs> <laughs> we know second karen's karen. unite oh yeah we, this the second karen we met sister, sister space, space karen yeah.
0: oh fantastic So sister space Yay. karen this is
1: not about you right now
0: <laughs> we're gonna announce you again next week
1: <laughs> <laughs> as it turns out
0: that's it's like true. the
2: week that you announced me uh-huh. i don't know you were just angry, Mary. You were like, um, I think we've given Heather Vickery <laughs> some props before. Did we already mention her? And I'm like texting Shelly Fever, saying am like, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't mention my Patreon <laughs> support before.
0: This is before I realized she, just, she was a hot lesbian. Yeah, right. Now she's like, she's let's just talk angry. about like, somehow right
2: She just didn't like me. I was
1: like, Mary's Aww. never gonna like me.
2: No, mm. not true,
1: baby. <laughs> uh, all right. So if you want to make us feel loved and appreciated and help us keep going with this podcast, it is Patreon patreon.com slash Lesbian. Yes. Thank you all so much for your support. We appreciate all the new patrons. Mm-hmm.
0: And if you want to show a little extra love to our friend Heather here, what, what oh. is your Patreon address, Heather?
2: You're so sweet. patreon.com slash brave files. Okay.
0: Lots of Thanks love. Thanks for the love. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm making up for all those times I was Accusing. somehow <laughs> straight towards you. <laughs> it's okay, baby. You're forgiven. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're one of my that. faves. <laughs> oh, yay. yay. That makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a good day now. Well, ah. good. Well, Heather, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. This is a really great one. Love thank talking to you. Thank you for having
2: you. me. I loved of it, too. Course. And I hope to hear from all you folks. Let's get your shit together. That's right. Yeah, let get, get, get your shit together. Come on,
1: listeners. Wait, wait. This is your tagline. Get your shit together. Call Heather. <laughs>
2: call Heather. Oh, I like it. A life it. well lived. What, life well lived. A business well run. There you go. Okay. That's
1: almost like as good it. as get your shit together. Get or, your shit together um, and call Heather. And, call, or that and, and please call Heather. There, I had to, I had to, I had to get oh, the I like right had syllables. The please. Okay. <laughs> yep.
0: And steer clear of cults because they are no joke. Ah, no joke. No joke at all.
1: <laughs> Talk to everybody later.
0: <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Bye.